Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It's Friday, April 14th, 2023. eToro is integrating into Twitter. We have wallet-to-wallet video calls and a new NFT marketplace for photographers. That's today in Web3. Welcome back. Welcome back. Please do me a favor. Like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, hit those five stars. Leave a comment there. And also, if you would like to send me an email, email me, bookings at todayinweb3.com. Any questions, comments, I would love to answer them on air. Also, I have an upcoming NFT release. It's going to be one of ones from a good friend. She has a studio called Factory. And every time you mint one of these NFTs, you're going to be able to come on the show, either have a conversation, pitch your product, or run an advertisement. I'm trying to have a Web3 integration with small artists, Web3, the podcast, YouTube. See if it all works out. I hope you guys enjoy. Now let's get into today's headlines. Stock trading is coming to Twitter and reportedly crypto trading as well. And it's going to be a new partnership with eToro. So as of now, you can go on Twitter, go into the search bar, and put cash tag, whatever stock ticker, and it should come up with the real price, or at least a 24-hour price chart. And I tried it. I tried multiple stocks. Uh, they didn't come up. Tesla stock came up briefly and then went away. Uh, Bitcoin came up and it stayed there. But for the most part, it didn't work. And to be honest with you, this is pretty much on brand for Elon. Elon promises things all the time that he says is going to be integrated and then he just works on it and tries to get it out in a reasonable time frame and reasonable and Elon time is probably a couple months to a couple years. I'm still waiting on my driver's list car, robo taxi, FSD that I paid 10 grand for, but it is coming and eToro is going to be integrated. So maybe you'll be able to buy, sell, trade your cryptocurrency, your stocks, see the real time prices all through the Twitter app. My question is why eToro? And anyways, I just feel like it's an interesting partnership. Arbitrum has a proposal to return $1 billion in tokens granted to the Arbitrum Foundation, and it's not even close to being returned. 
So basically what happened was the Arbitrum Foundation sent 750 million ARB tokens to itself, which it claimed would be used to fund investment initiatives built using the Arbitrum's technology. And well, the key thing is, is that this was a proposal. And Arbitrum Foundation, the Arbitrum has a DAO. And anytime money is transferred from one place to another, it needs to go through the DAO's approval, which means it's a decentralized autonomous organization where people have votes. And they proposed this move of 750 million ARB tokens or a billion dollars worth of tokens to the foundation. And then they went ahead with it without the approval of token holders, even though they overwhelmingly voted against the proposal. So even though this was an illegal transfer, I'm going to say that illegal with air, air quotes, transfer of funds to the foundation, uh, why are they still voting against the proposal of giving the money back, even though the token's back? Well, an article from The Block states that it's a belief that the small voters may be solely interested in maximizing, maximizing the price of Arbitrum's governance tokens. At the same time, large token holders, primarily delegates, are more focused on long-term stability of the Arbitrum Foundation's ability to distribute the tokens. Now, I have no insight of what's happening in the Arbitrum Foundation. A DAO is supposed to control the funds. It's a vote. It's a decentralized process. And it looks as though that this process for Arbitrum is rigged. Now, here's another possibility of why they might not want to grant $1 billion of tokens to the Arbitron Foundation. Maybe that's just a lot of damn money. Maybe they should have a proven track record before they get that kind of money. Maybe you should grant them a little bit at a time to make sure that the funds are being used correctly. And this is a big problem with the crypto industry. For some reason in the crypto space, founders and ICOs or, found, or new companies think that all the money should come at once. Look at ICOs back in the day when they were raising 100 million, 200 million, 300 million dollars to start their project that has no product and we don't know anything about the founders and their capabilities. But yet they're still raising the money. What happened? Most of them failed. And a lot of people got really rich off of the tokens. Lots of rugs, lots of pump and dumps, lots of scams. But look at how the VCs fund things. You go for a seed round, not that much money. Series A, Series B, Series C. All off of building your company and becoming a capable operator. Having a product that fits within a niche. Also, having clients and building a community around said product and, and offering. So I want to say here, I think the block missed a couple of things. Maybe they're just interviewing people within the Arbitrum Foundation and the ecosystem and in the community. And this is what they are actually saying. But for me, looking from the outside in, it looks as though probably it's more of a cautionary tale of things that already happened in the past. You just don't give somebody a billion dollars to allocate responsibly. You give it to them with progression and with performance. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The SEC chair, Gary Gensler, is being threatened with a subpoena if the regulator doesn't provide information related to the charges brought against Sam Bateman-Fried. 
And this is coming from the Republicans, and they first sent an inquiry to the SEC on, on February 10th, asking for more details on the lead-up to Sam Bankman-Fried's civil charges. So this inquiry from Congress is based around the timing of the arrest of Sam Bankman-Fried. Both Democrats and Republicans of the House Financial Services Committee were pretty upset that they lost the opportunity to interview Sam Bankman-Fried. And if you've seen a congressional interview, it's more of a monologue than a dialogue. Anyway, they want to know what was the reasoning and the relationship behind that timing. The latest letter to the SEC from Financial Services Committee Chair Patrick McHenry and Bill Heisinga details a briefing by the SEC and staff and a 232-page publicly available document that the Financial Services Committee member say lack details that they want. The new deadline for the SEC is April 17 to provide all of the information that the House Financial Services Committee wants, and that's the day before Gary Gensler is slated to testify before Congress. In a quick note here, the former CEO and majority shareholder of the block has disclosed a series of loans from former FTX and Alameda founder Sam Bigman-Fried. And I just wanted to put that that was on the bottom of this article from the block, and I found it interesting, and I wanted to share it with you. The centralized communication network, Push Protocol, released a wallet-to-wallet video chatting feature on its Web3 messaging platform on Thursday. The CEO and co-founder of the protocol told Blackworks that this innovation, this advancement of video calls on Web3 is just as important as it was on Web2 said that video and audio calls are just a way to enhance Web3 communication in a Web3 native way. It basically enables a communication rail for anything Web3 developers want to do. One way it enhances Web3 experiences is allowing celebrities or influencers to token gate or NFT gate exclusive calls with their fans. Just FYI, the push protocol dropped on the Ethereum network in January of 2022 and then expanded to Polygon and the Binance Smart Chain. Jake Udell, the founder of Web3 platform Metalink, said this about the evolution. These type of innovations could unlock tremendous amount of utility when it comes to sharing family photos, interacting with community chat channels, and privacy messaging, and more. And continue to say that I wouldn't be surprised that we're at the beginning phase of seeing something that is private and highly functional being built at scale. I think this is an amazing advancement, amazing innovation. I can't wait to see where it goes. Hopefully there's privacy within the messages, privacy within the users, and that we can make and maintain the decentralization of this. MasterCard drops a free music pass with NFTs with perks for holders. Now, I wanted to report this story, but to be honest with you, I really don't get that excited about like random companies doing random NFT projects, trying to attract different clientele to put them in their funnel to extract money from them, get them MasterCards or promote their MasterCards, which is going to offer basically people that are going to use their credit cards or go into credit card debt 29.9% APR. Um, I don't get excited about this. I don't understand why they're going to offer music NFTs. I don't understand why they're doing these partnerships with these uh, these influencers, these artists, these producers, these musicians. What does that have to do with MasterCard and why are they building this out? I think that this whole article is kind of obfuscating the bigger picture of what MasterCard's big plan here is. And it's not just to offer a music service for NFTs. What they do say here is their collectors will hold the MasterCard Pass, will have access ahead of features like AI-powered music generator apps. Okay, why use MasterCards? Those exist. As well as educational material and access to virtual showcases events in June featuring artists in the company's accelerator program. Okay, again, trying to make MasterCard part of some weird music ecosystem. And for participating artists in the program, it's designed to help them learn how to harness Web3 tech. Great educational, but still, why MasterCard? 
One thing I will say is one of their mentors is a good friend of mine, Ledger Chief Experience Officer, and Ian Rogers has a wealth of knowledge, knowledge in the music industry. He was good friends and producer for the Beastie Boys back in the day. We're talking about early Beastie Boys. Has 80s and 90s music history galore. Uh, spoke to him in length about these different things. Now, if this NFT allows you to sit down with him for an hour just to pick his brain, I think that's worth it. Other than that, why is MasterCard doing this? Now, on the flip side of this, when companies do it right, I think that these deserve some applause. Canon is going to launch their Ethereum photo NFT marketplace, Kadabra. And this is going to be an Ethereum NFT marketplace dedicated to photography, and it's going to drop later this year. The marketplace will offer photos access to various catalogs, including wildlife, sports, lifestyle, and landscape, among others. Canon has yet to reveal which photographers will participate in the platform, but Kadabra will feature both initial drops of photo collections as well as secondary marketplace for reselling NFTs. This will also let participating artists offer physical prints of images that Canon will fulfill. Canon also previously launched a collection of Solana NFTs, and these are photographs, as you can see here. I think the photos are amazing, and I'm really happy that Canon is sticking with what they do, capture images and allowing the people that use their products, their tools, their equipment to capture said images. And now they're making a place for them to display this. Now, the only thing that I have a question about this with is that it looks as though there's a bit of gatekeeping here. Like what artists can participate? And it looks as though they're only picking the ones that help them build their brand and build this marketplace, which is going to in turn build revenue. I hope in the future they open it to all photographers these big companies should do more to try to elevate them. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 9.43 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $30,707, up 1.5% in 24 hours. Now, I just wanted you guys to know, to move a percent, the higher you go up in price, the harder it is to do. So these big swings in Bitcoin are coming with tens of billions of dollars of influx of cash. So just remember that. Ethereum sitting at $2,106, up 5.3% in 24. Teller's number three, Binance is at 333, up 3%. And USDC's number five, rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, Cardano, Dogecoin, Polygon, and Solana. The total market cap is at $1.27 trillion, a BTC dominance of 46.4 and an F dominance of 19.8. And that was our show today. Thank you very much for listening to today's show. Tomorrow, we're coming out with a longer form. Well, longer form meaning about 20 minutes. It's going to be a conversation about how do you verify that the people in the AI photos are actually the people in the AI photos. As you saw, the Pope wearing Balenciaga, Elon wearing Balenciaga, uh, Trump getting arrested, and so many more instances of AI being the spoof, being able to spoof these individuals, not only voices, but likeness, situations, and so on and so forth. So how are we going to make sure that this is real in the future? That's our conversation tomorrow. And until then, happy huddling, everyone. Hey, everyone. The bull run is coming. It's coming quick. And you need to be up to date on everything that's happening in the Web3 space. So please follow us on Twitter and like, subscribe, share these videos so we can keep you up to date daily on Web3 News.